WTF, it's another iteration. It's your boy Tango and Cash back at it again. Um, first order of business, we gotta get to the number one topic in the news right now, or maybe not in the news. In the world. In the world? I, th I would say in the world. Okay, in the world. Cinnamon rolls are back at McDonald's, my nigga. What, what's so fun? Uh, <laughs> fire. Fire, yeah, bro. Hey. It's a very special day. When did you get those back, bro? Bro, so actually, they only back at certain restaurants right oh, now. Oh, really? Them bitches back next week, though, all over they the like place. They like a fucking McRib or some shit, huh? Nah, they, they, here, for, they here to stay. They here and to stay. bitches are fire. You're I swear to God. So it's like the nigga, cinnamon they, rolls or it's like the cinnamon melts that nah, they have Nah, bro, before. it's a cinnamon roll, my it's nigga. It's a whole roll. But it's Fire. Not had nothing to do with Cinnabon or nothing like no, that. No, it is okay. a cinnamon roll and it is fucking heat. I need it. I need it in my Bruh. life, man. Why didn't you bring any over or something? Shit. I, we should have did like a sampling or something. I sampled them bitches the last four days. <laughs> 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 I've had more cinnamon rolls in the last four days than cinnamons I think I had ever. I think it was fucking delicious. Um, but nah, they're definitely heat. For sure. Um, I mean, the muffins is cool and the fritters is cool. That's all good and wonderful. But them cinnamon rolls, nigga. Y'all got other shit? We got other shit. Yeah, we got, they got blueberry muffins and they got apple fritters. And word on the street is by- an apple fritter? Uh, it's like a, it's like a donut type thing. Like, it's really, I don't know. I've never, like, I never had one to the other day. So I'm not a fritter expert. But, uh. It it was cool and but them bitches. You said it's hot. A, like a donut. It's like a, like donut on the inside. It's like cake on the inside, but it has like apple cinnamon on the outside with like a little bit of glaze on it. It's 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 an interesting. What? Yeah. What I, you're describing to me is hard to like picture. So it's like a donut, but it's got apples on the outside with the glaze on top of the apple. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a cake donut with apple cinnamon crust and and icing. Should sound gay. I ain't gonna cap you. I ain't gonna cap you. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. That when that bitch was hot. I thought it was cool, but that cinnamon roll was definitely first and foremost number one fire. Also, the brownies is coming as fire. Just don't have brownies is coming too. They huh? they not nah, they're not coming for a minute. But we had them bitches too. What the cookies like? Uh, cookies. We got chocolate chip, and they they try to get you with a little peanut butter action. A little little peanut butter. I know you fuck with the peanut butter shit. They got they they coming out with peanut butter cookies. Peanut butter cookies. Uh, sugar cookies. Oatmeal cookies. Chocolate yeah, chip cookies. Yeah, you're making me hungry. Enough of that bullshit. Right. Now let's let's get on to the to the bigger yeah. topics here. So uh, my nigga Trump got COVID. <laughs> man, that that China virus got him, huh? That's crazy. The irony of it. The irony of it. Like to this guy to to be along with everybody else saying all of this all of this stuff is fake. All of this business is um you know China yeah. virus and whatnot and. And yeah. the fact that he has now got it, to be honest with you, I think he's capping. I think he's lying. What'd you think? So, I don't know if he's telling the truth or lying. The only way that this ends, realistically, in my mind, Trump dead. is oh. everybody has to get it. Yeah. That's, that's, the, the, that's the thing. It would be a lot faster for us as a, as a nation, a lot Less business wise, a lot cheaper, but also realistically, everybody has to get it in order for it to like not be a thing anymore. So, I know I'm not saying that we need to be killing people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not like I don't want to hear nobody tripping. Like she finally said, kill all the old people. That's not what I said. I'm just saying realistically. Like saying that though. Realistically, that's the only way that this virus goes through. Like think about think about it as in 
like, it's not Ebola. It's not, you know, the Black Plague. It's not what it is. It is something that, it, it is a basically a really bad flu. And niggas get the flu all the time. And unfortunately, sometimes niggas die from the flu. It's not because we want them to die. And it's also not because we don't have vaccines for the flu. definitely raised awareness for the amount of deaths that come from the flu every year. So, and that's the thing is people aren't dying from coronavirus. They're dying from their underlying conditions in tandem with coronavirus. So, So when they get attacked by that shark or get in that car accident, (laughs) COVID got them. Nah, but yeah. So, that's the thing is like... I think the the realistically speaking, everyone is going to have to get it at a point. And it just goes back to show that people need to start taking their health seriously. You need to work out, you need to eat healthy. Facts. Like you those things that's are, the are what helps you fight viruses that's a, that's in the general. Amazing thing about this whole thing, uh, about this whole pandemic. Um, nobody has said anything about, you know, getting certain vitamins in or or being more healthy, Man. strengthening your immune system. It's all been about Wear a mask, don't wear a mask, touch things, don't touch things, hand sanitizer, toilet paper. Nobody right. has said anything about vitamin D. Nobody has said anything about getting getting in better shape, right? Right. They just tell you if you're fat, if you smoke, if you are out of shape, basically, you have a better chance of dying from this. Right. But I mean, if you're fat, if you smoke, if you're all you those things, you have a better chance of dying from the flu. You have period. a better chance of dying from, you know, all these other things. So it's, I think they're trying to make it too coronavirus specific because you know it's what's new it's what hot it's a buzzword you use the word covid you know it it get niggas going but i think that's that's really what it boils down to is that niggas need to understand no matter if it's covid or whatever the next disease that's going to come in a couple years you know we're going to have another outbreak because we had spanish flu we had you know the west Nile, like we had all these different things that just they pop up every couple years we get a new disease that you know starts sweeping the nation this and that but nobody ever talks about how many of these motherfucking viruses is coming from China? Yeah. Maybe that's another. Maybe that's, maybe that's another podcast. Hey, I think that's a podcast for another time. Let me we tell can spend you. six days talking about. It's about six shit different like that. viruses that <laughs> all came from from China and apparently from wet markets too. Like right, whatever. But though. but that's the other thing is this is you know to me is I feel like people are putting the emphasis on the wrong thing, like. I'm obviously not the most in shape, health conscious type person, but like that's that's what matters. The healthier you are, the more the better choices you make on your everyday life. If you eat that salad that one time a week instead of just getting you know that double quarter pounder or whatever it that is, double quarter pounder is busting though. No, that double quarter pounder is fire as fuck, and I will definitely Along with be that eating cinnamon one. roll. Ain't that but, right? For sure. But you can eat those things, but nothing is bad for you in moderation. That's my belief. I believe that there's not anything that is bad for you in moderation. Like you can you can have pop in moderation. You can drink alcohol in moderation. You can't you can't you have can. certain things. Be, so so I agree with you in a sense, right? You want to find the middle path, right? You want right. to find the the balance of everything. Like that's the goal in life. Right. I think that's pretty much the key to it. And everybody's life. balance is different. Right. But what I'm saying is as a recovering addict myself, Certain things you can't have in moderation. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like for somebody, say I was uh, addicted to to uh, caffeine, right? Mm-hmm. If I drink one pop, it's hard. It's, it's like a chip, right? It's hard to just stop at one. You know what right. I mean? Like, I, I know what the serving size says, but it's hard for me to just stop at one pepper cracked 
uh, uh, kettle cook uh, chip. You know what I'm saying? I can't right. just stop at one and then it goes two, three, four, and it just, it just goes out of hand until I done ate a family size bag, you know, just 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 in the middle of the day for no reason. You know what I mean? Right. right. So it's hard to say I'm looking for. Uh, excuse me. It's hard to say everything's good in moderation because for some people, you know, maybe you can't have pop. No, maybe you cannot see, have a carbonated see, this beverage. Is what, this is where I disagree with you because what you just said is you can't stop at one. The chips weren't bad in moderation, but you couldn't stop yourself and that's moderate yourself. Right, right, so right. So that's right. that's why I think the issue is me as a right, and that's what people need to understand that. That's not the president's fault. That's not the government's fault. That's not your girlfriend who broke up with you in sixth grade's fault. Like, there has to be some sort of self-accountability where, like, hey, chips are not bad in moderation. I just couldn't moderate myself from chips. Right. Pop For me, pop, nigga, you know me. I drink a 12-pack a day and be happy in this moment. Wouldn't say shit to nobody. Mm -hmm. But it's not anyone else's fault that... I couldn't moderate that pop from myself. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's why I stopped drinking pop. That's why I was like, look, I need to just stop and I'm just not fucking with pop no more. Like I'm not I'm not gonna drink it because right. I and can't my moderate point. myself. Yeah, that's that's my point. But I think you need to understand your your strengths and weaknesses. For sure, for sure. But that's you know, that's what I'm talking about is everybody's path is different. Everybody needs to understand that, you know, your diet doesn't mean that if I eat your diet and exactly what your diet is, that I'm gonna be fine and I'm gonna be healthy. Like, that's just not how it works. No, Everybody... you couldn't eat my diet and still be okay. Yeah. Because our bodies are so different, right? But that brings me into the next point. Is racism good in moderation? <laughs> Can you have just a little bit of racism? Just a little bit of racism and is it cool? So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it seems like a it seems like a good good so question. So for me, for, for me, you, it's good to have a little. No, <laughs> for nah, me, that's but not I don't know about these other motherfuckers. No, no. So look, so here's the thing: having been in many racist situations where I've been racially profiled or just like had a racially charged conversation and been called, you know, nigger or what, nigger even by a white person. Say it, say it and again. And being in situations, <laughs> being in those situations, and and understanding. Um, at a young age, like what it made me think and like feel and do, right, right, and right. and now in today's climate, why it changes kind of what I think and view. I feel like off rips. Let's just make this clear: racism is not okay. Niggas who hate niggas because of what they look like is goofy as fuck. Yeah, let me just make that extremely clear. You got to, but say I that. honest, I also believe on the flip side that who I am today and why I believe what I believe and things like that. Are because is because of those situations that I've encountered with people, and because of those groups that you know I wasn't included in because of the race of my skin and things like that. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with your obnoxiousness yeah. or your outgoingness or the absolutely fact that not. you <laughs> absolutely I, not. the fact that you would call bullshit if you feel like there was bullshit to yeah. be called. So I think I'm not saying that again. It is goofy as fuck to not like somebody or hate somebody because of the color of their skin. But is it? having it having it happen to me, I don't think I would be the same person today if racism didn't exist. In, so, in what way? What like? What do you feel like you would be? How how do you feel you would be different? So for me, when I walk in, so when I walk into any situation, like so, let's just take my work life, right? Yeah, I take my work life extremely seriously. Most of my most of my bosses are Caucasian. Ninety nine percent of them. Yeah. A Caucasian. Like most of us. So, um, 
what I think happens for me is I have like a chip on my shoulder, so to speak, that I know when I go into a meeting or I walk into a room or I'm, I'm taking over a restaurant or whatever the case is, yeah. that I have to have all my shit lined up and in order. I have to cross all of my T's and dot all of my I's. I need like to make you need sure. to be, you need to hold yourself at a higher standard because the level sure. of scrutiny will be higher on you. For sure. Just, just because, not for any particular reason, not because of your past, just because you walked in a room the way you are, you feel like the eyes are going to be on you at a different type of level. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I feel like I have to hold myself to that standard. And if I don't perform at that standard all of the time, and I'm not, you know, that certain way all of the time, then it won't, I, I wouldn't be able to advance as far as I've advanced now right. or as far as I plan to advance into the future. Shit, well, maybe and racism that, is good then. And that comes up, <laughs> I'm not saying racism maybe is good. Maybe a little racism I, I feel like you out of pocket, you out of pocket right now. But, but that's just what I feel like, like that's what it did for me. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I love my family. Well, I love 98% of my family. Let me be. Some of my family members are fucking goofy as hell. But, but they, I love they still family. They still family and I love them to an extent. But <laughs> you know, when you growing up and when you you know, when you younger and, and you listening to, to to rap music in the middle of Iowa, niggas look it at de- you a little different. It gives you a different perspective. For yeah, sure. you know, you're, Because you, you get challenged on your viewpoint now. You for know sure. what I mean? You get challenged on like for example, why do y'all get to say nigga and we can't say nigga? For type sure. Of thing. You know and, what I mean? You know, me at eight years old, I I'm not I don't have the the mindset or the knowledge or experience to be able to answer or not answer that, to defend or or anything of myself. But I love the fact but, that we had that type of um, that type of input because that now kind of makes us think in that way. With every decision that we make, with everything that we listen to, with everything that we do, we try to find a way to be able to defend it, right? Right. So it's like that that mindset really really sets you up to be strong and prepared mentally, but also can sit you down that send you down that road of like, you know, um basically, you know, paranoia. You right. know what I'm saying? Which is also not necessarily the best thing, but for sure. In the other side of it, in moderation, right? In the other <laughs> side of it is is good because you know you're able to have a a thoughtful discussion and you're you're able to be self aware because you need to understand what what and why and how you're doing certain things because you feel like you always got to be prepared just like when you walk into that meeting right, right. you got to always be prepared to defend your point of view you right. know what I'm saying so right. I, I liked it I liked it in that in that sense I appreciated it in that sense that we had somebody always saying something about it you know right. what I mean somebody always challenging us on certain things. So we had to be prepared for that challenge. You right. What but, saying? you know, on, on the flip, say I was just, you know, the same as them. I just listen to country and that's just what I move. And again, I listen to country. Like, what about rock? Occasion. Hold on now. Rock. Heavy metal now. Hey, for sure. For sure. I, so I listen to all types of music from opera yeah. to rap to whatever. But jazz um, instrumentals. For sure. Hey, we could rock, dudes. rock a whole day full of jazz <laughs> instrumentals. I don't even give a fuck. But it's not. Ridiculous. So, so that's the thing is that like. Give me some fucking lyrics. I don't think. Obviously, racism is not good. <clears throat> but for me. In moderation, though. It, not even in moderation. <laughs> for me, it helped create a different mindset. But that's the other thing is I, I was never. That. The racism I experienced as a kid from from family or friends of them who, who didn't really, you know, see black people in general. It wasn't that. And I, I and I backpedal say not racism because yeah, it wasn't right. 
they, they, we had racially charged conversations. Yeah. But it wasn't that like they hated me because I was black. It was more of them questioning for exactly. understanding. Exactly. And I yeah. think that's the problem with From people a point is of ignorance. They yeah. There, that. there are some people who question black people in public or or even in private, and they're not questioning because they're racist. They're not questioning because they hate you. They're questioning for understanding. They're questioning to try to gain your point of view or your perspective or something because they're ignorant on the situation. And I think there are a lot of black people who just take those conversations and instead of using it as an an opportunity to teach and to learn as well. Because, I mean, I've learned things from my uncles from their point of view as as a white man in in the United States that I honestly was like, you know, some of them don't feel like they had it the easy route. Some of them don't feel like they had that head which start. Which is kind of a, a which is, funny, a funny, which idea. is hilarious. <laughs> but that's just you know having but they their don't have viewpoint. Their perspective. Yeah, having their viewpoint and giving them my viewpoint, and both of us walking away from the conversation with a different understanding of the other person. I think that is what racism can bring. That is good. Exactly. Not yeah. that they're racist. Not that I'm racist. But because we know people who are racist and experience racism. On other people's behalf, it allows us to have a better understanding of one another in in the room in right, that conversation, right. and I think that that is where it could be good. It, <laughs> again, I don't want to say that racism <laughs> is good because it's not good, but having those racially charged conversations because of what has happened in the history, right. I think that is the way to end racism realistically. Because a right. lot of things that Trump supporters and Biden supporters on both sides. Like things that they say on the news and, and media at rallies is just said out of ignorance. They have absolutely no, there's no evidence. It's just all feelings. Yeah. And I think that that is where people get themselves into trouble. Like when, a, when I hear black people say, oh, white people are fucking racist. I know that not to be true. Because one, I know my mother loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my mother is white. I know my grandmother loves me with all it's, of her heart. Interesting. And my grandmother. So I know white people who are not racist. So, so you can't, we don't want, as black people, we don't want them to generalize us as criminals and crooks, but we think it's okay to generalize them as all racist and all fucked up. Right. That's, and that's mostly a, from one, it's a reactionary, uh, it's a reactionary thing because we have already been criminalized as, at, or, 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 um, um, what, what would we say? Made to seem at like crim- criminals and whatnot. Like if you watch any news from the '90s, only time you've seen a black guy on TV is either in handcuffs or you know playing football, or basketball, beat. right? Or getting beat. So um, it's it's at one point it's it's reactionary. On another point, it's uh, it's uh, epigenetics. Another thing that nobody ever looks at is is the fact that it's been happening throughout history to every one of our ancestors throughout. Uh, time right or at least time for for America or United States I should say uh, so it's 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 kind of built in right it's baked into the into the uh, our psyche the, now I want to I want to say like <laughs> one more point on the whole racism and moderation Pat- Patrice O'Neill no one, O'Neil. No one <laughs> said racism and moderation Patrice I just want O'Neil. the record to reflect this nigga is out of pocket Patrice O'Neill had a funny joke right he, uh-huh. he said he said I'd rather be a little racist and out of breath right, right when I get into my door right cause I I dip then like open minded and dead because I didn't cross the street or I didn't you know I, I didn't take that um take that Take that uh, kind of 
what would it be? Not necessarily a racist perspective, but like a impulsive right. feeling when you when you see like a certain race or a certain people or whatever. Right. Like sure. you're walking down a dark alley and I see a group of dudes. Maybe I do run the other way. You know what For I'm sure. saying? I'd rather be a little racist in that standpoint than thinking I'm open-minded and I walk See, towards but them. But that's for me. That's where I lost different. everything. You know Race what I mean? have nothing to do with it. If I'm walking down a dark alley by myself with one street light on the street, because in Iowa, that's really a thing. I don't know why. Them, <laughs> niggas, them niggas can't afford more than one street light on the whole block. But anyway, they, they I'm going to probably feel up. like it's like two I'm, is like, what's I, the point? You know what I mean? I'm going you know, to let that shit go. But if I see a nigga walking toward me in a hooded jacket and I can't see his face, I don't fuck what color he is. My ass is crossing the street. Right. Or I'm going to hop on the phone and act like I'm making a phone call. Like, there's, this is going to be things that happen. So, but also, I try not to put myself in any of those situations. Like, why is it 2 o'clock in the morning you walking by yourself down a dark alley? Like, nigga, get your ass home. Yeah, ain't shit for you to, ain't shit for you to do out here right now. <laughs> yeah, you know ain't what? nothing open. The bars ain't even open. Like, ain't, ain't shit for you to do, bro. Get your ass home and keep it moving. It, it, but You know you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get my right. ass on home. See, but that's the thing. Is, I'm so, going to hit the jog real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I understand the sentiment of the joke, and I, and I agree with it. But also, I think it, it ain't got nothing to do with race as far as that point is concerned. Me, if if there's a situation that I don't, something don't feel right, yeah. I'm not I'm not putting myself in it. I'm not going to a party if I feel like something ain't right. I'm not walking into a house if I don't feel like something feel right. I'm not joining the, in a car or something don't feel Like, nigga, if something do not feel right, regardless of who's there, it ain't happening. So I had a I had an interesting conversation um, this week and with, with, the, with the young lady. And she was of the thought, the, the train of thought that Basically, if you're not doing anything to combat racism or systematic racism or any type of oppression like that, you're basically as good as partaking in that racism, right? I don't know if I necessarily right. agree with that, but is it enough to just not be racist? Do you have to be anti-racist? So before I answer your question, just one other point that I just thought of me while, while you were saying this. I feel like some black people, not all black people, but some black people, ones that I have talked to um, in, in certain settings and things. They it's like they they think that they're going to get back the 400 years of slavery like they want right. to get they want to get back and, and get, a you know, get even, so to speak, on on that spectrum. I think we have to take this notion that we're going to flip the script and then enslave white people for 400 years to make it exactly even is not going to happen. Yeah. Like it's it's just not I think people need to take their mindset off of getting even and let's let's you don't forget you you don't the conversation. Answer the question first. No, I'm not. You get into the end of the conversation. Nah, 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 That's the climax, bro. <laughs> but you like they they think that they're going to flip but anyway, I'll share more on that since you think it's the end of the conversation. Obviously, I think that's more that's more of the uh, pre-climax. That's the um, but that's but that's neither here nor there. Um, if it comes to somebody being anti-racist, or just so, not being racist, right? So I don't honestly no it depends on the situation like it all it all happens to be situational to me mm -hmm. right if i'm walking down the street and there's a white dude watching another white dude beat up a black dude and doesn't say shit he may not be racist that sounds pretty racist but <laughs> i'm going to assume that, that he is ra racist. like 
if if there's if there's a person getting beat up of color and he doesn't say shit or do shit, I feel like that person is racist. Right. So I feel like at that point I need him to be anti-racist. Right. I need him. But on the same flip, we don't know what happened in that situation, so I don't know like Maybe the black dude was robbing a white dude. The white dude just had hands. Like who knows? Right, right. right? So, so it's a double edged sword. And, what and if it was like a white that. dude and a white dude, and then he was beating yeah. up a white dude? So, so if he walks down the street and there's a white dude beating up a white dude and he <clears> says something, <throat> but there's a white dude beating up beating up a black dude and he says, "I don't know what's going on" and doesn't say anything, to me that's racist. Right, 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 right. So, so he may. Well, I have black friends. Most racist comment ever. Yeah. I, have, I have a black friend. Or my my niece married a black guy, like, and right. I was at their wedding. Right, right, right. Congratulations! Like being in the same room or knowing a black person does not make you not racist. That's pretty true. Uh, like that That's is absolutely irrelevant to if right. you are or are not racist. Right. Like right. I hate when. So I have uncles who use that. Like and and again, I do not think my uncles are racist. But all the time, I hear, like, they'll get in an argument or, or they'll be telling a story. And they're like, I've been trying to tell these motherfucking people that I have black nephews. And, you know, I love black people. I was like, okay, but you should not have said I have black nephews. You should have let that, that whole comment. Everything else you said after that, I love black people. I've been, to, you know, I, I hang out with them, my friends. You know, Jordan and uh, what's his name? Fucking. <sighs> that nigga. Anyway. Who yeah. are you talking about? Bro. The nigga, you know the nigga I'm talking about. Anyway, how would I? How would I know this guy? <laughs> anyway, you know the nigga I'm talking about, bro. Anyway, that's the point. Is that nigga like has black legitimate black friends that he hangs out with on a day to day basis? Niggas who support each other and grow together. That nigga's not racist. But when he gets in an argument and says, "Oh, I got black nephews," let that shit go. Yeah, I, f- I feel what you mean. You definitely can't say that type of shit. I mean, I guess you can, whatever. To, but but it doesn't. It that doesn't make you not racist because you said because you know black people or you can sit in the right. same room as black people. Like it is twenty twenty. You should so, at least be able to push your racism down enough to be able to look another black guy in the face. So, I don't think that's like where we're at on the racism scale right now. Like y'all y'all not out here. Li- well, I shouldn't say that, but for the majority, <laughs> for the majority. White people aren't just like lynching black people at a, a willy nilly and like burning crosses in the yard and shit anymore. Like we're past that point, hopefully, for the most part, of racism. Except right? for in Kansas. Yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, <laughs> for, the, for the majority, for the majority, like you can at least hold it down just enough that that you can at least look a black guy in the face. You know what I'm saying? Or talk right. to a black guy or deal with a, a, a somebody of color. Period. Um, it's throughout life, you know what I so mean? So it's hard for me to say that a white person has to be anti-racism. Right, 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 right. In order for me to believe that they're on my side. So so the other Because like I also believe that if shit ain't got nothing to do with you, if I'm riding down the street and shit's going on over here, it ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't I like I may have an opinion, but I'm not one for putting myself in someone else's situation and and, and injecting myself into someone else's fight, right? right? That's not my job. Mm -hmm. So I I try to stay, like, if it stay in my lane, like, I have my beliefs, I I have fights, you know, I go to, I I went to the Black Lives Matter protest, that was something that for me, I felt like I needed to do, Um, I've had those conversations, but if someone else is having a protest for something that, even if I believe in, if it's not something that happened to me or that I know about, I don't feel like it's right for me to interject myself into their their fight uh-huh. to show my support. They should know, like, I have friends who ever have rallies and things like that who I don't go to because I didn't I had shit to do or whatever, but they know that I support them. 
So I, it's very hard for me to say that you have to be anti-racist or anti-racism to support or, or, or not be racist. That's, again, I, I for me, I have to say it's situational. That's all okay, I can, so, I can so, really leave that with. So going along with what you're saying here, um, not to say that I disagree or anything, but just to give you a little pushback. You're, what you're kind of saying um, is what these these a lot of people, a lot of white people in particular, right? They perpetuate this idea that um, this has nothing to do with me, right? Like I don't, I'm not getting anything. Where's my Where's my white privilege? I'm still, you no. know, working my minimum wage job or whatever. This has nothing to do with me. That's right? where it's so. So some of those people have 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 an argument, and I will say, like there there are some people who, if you follow their 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 ancestry. Um, at a point they were outcast because, you know, maybe their family's free slaves first and whatever, and they got backlash. And most, most of the people I'm talking about into are politicians, CEOs, and owners. All of those people definitely gained something from slavery. A hundred percent. So, so so they, for, so their argument of saying it has nothing to do with me. I didn't gain anything is a lot. You definitely gained something. But I, so, so my point is right. Is beyond, um, beyond those those politicians or CEOs, those guys that like a hundred percent have gained something from uh, systematic racism, right? Even even the the run of the mill white guy, right? Mm-hmm. That just ha- so happens to be at a higher level than uh, than a black guy. Some might say, right, that they have one hundred percent benefited from this from this racism because right because there we have a whole history of of first of all obviously slavery but people like to say that was 40 years ago get over it anyways um which is right how do you get over not understanding your culture where you're from or anything like that but beyond that so hate muslims for 9-11 yeah 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 right so so uh, you have that right, and then you have the all the se- segregation and the Jim Crow laws, right? Mm-hmm. And then that that get go that um, goes on to or proceeds to um, the the um, Civil Rights Act, and then you get the Thirteenth Amendment, which basically says unless you're unless you're um, um, not a criminal, basically, then you then you're you're cool. Uh, if you're a criminal, you're a slave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, of the state. Um, and then that that keeps going and going into like the civil rights movement and everything after the segregation, the Jim Crow laws. And then we flip over into like the war on drugs, which is literally said by by people connected to the Nixon administration who started the war on drugs, um, that this is for the hippies and the blacks because we can't make it illegal to be black and we can't make it illegal to be against the war. So we'll make these drugs illegal. And then, right, with the Reagan era, we'll peddle all this shit into their into their neighborhoods and support other uh, countries. But anyways, anyways, uh, I'm getting I'm getting on a tangent. Right. Um, so with the war on dr- with the war on drugs and then like uh, these all these different things that kind of perpetuate certain things like redlining and, and people not being able to get loans and, and all these different situations that that black people definitely took took the brunt of right like mm-hmm. the negative effects of and then white people in turn took the positive effects of they were able to build wealth right they're able to to live in certain uh school districts where it's community funded but obviously your community is going to be a higher uh a higher um 
uh, what, what would it be? A higher income or higher funded mm -hmm. towards the school, right? Because your neighborhood is going to be nicer, right? Your neighborhood is going to be uh, valued at a higher at a higher level than this redlined black neighborhood. Like there's literally these leases that say you cannot sell to a black family. You got to sell to a white family. And that, go, that goes along with like the systematic dismantling of the, the black family, right? So it just keeps going and going. For sure. And, and, and my, my original point is... is to say that you haven't benefited in some way from this type of systematic oppression of black people um, is, I think, is is hard to say. Like, I, and, and that's where and that's where that, that argument comes in is like, is it OK just to be just to be racist uh, or just to be non-racist as, as opposed to anti-racist? Because you have probably benefited in some form or fashion from this from this system, right? You have in some some form or fashion benefited from, you know, redlining or or, you know, the 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 income gap or the just the basic ability to build wealth in your family. Like that is the biggest the biggest uh probably disparity that leads to all these like the mass incarceration and different things like that. Is being able to have money, being able to have an income. You know what I mean. So that's that would be my pushback. Like you, these people have benefited in some shape or form. Even if you're a regular lay person, you have benefited in some shape or form from this. And maybe not benefited, but you have the the your your black counterpart has definitely um, um, dis disproportionately lost in these situations. So what would you say to that? So, again, I think we're getting in, into a mode where it has to be situational. And I, and I agree, again, with, with what you said and what happened. I mean, well, I guess I don't have to agree or disagree. It's written down. It's facts. You, yeah, don't, yeah, you exactly. don't have to like it or not like it. It is what it is. Exactly. You know? right, um, right, right. You can go read it for yourself. So, right. I, and, I, and I understand that point, but at the same time, for me, fighting on my team, I don't want Sally Joe from down the street. Let's say Sally Sue because I like that name better. But let's say Sally Sue from down the street saying, oh, I'm anti-racist. And she she may not, she's not racist, but she's, she's trying to fight for, for, you know, Black Lives Matter, things like that, but doesn't understand the the whole movement doesn't understand why the movement is important. She yeah. just she for her she just has black friends and black people she cares about, and she genuinely just cares for people. Right. It's right. not that she's a bad person, but she's not one of the people that I want up on the podium or up on the mic or speaking on my behalf to racist white people. Right. 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 You see what I'm saying? And Sally Joe is so, some white lady. Yeah, because yeah, so she she's just some you know white lady who who just likes people in general. She's not doing anything wrong. She. She doesn't hopefully have anybody black staged in her basement um, because that'd be kind of funny. But it'd be hilarious, <laughs> it'd wouldn't it? Fucking hilarious! But Jesus Christ, this guy's a racist cracker, right? Amen to that, sister. But no, it's just like when I think of people who are when I say anti-racist, I'm thinking of the people that I want speaking on my behalf. I'm thinking of the people that I want in politics on my behalf. I'm thinking of the people that I have because realistically. If 
the dude over in the corner of apartment 12D is anti-racist. But he doesn't have a job, doesn't really have a plan with his life. He's just, you know, he's just cooling. He just wants to do crack and chill. He's just Which, against uh, niggas being he, disproportionately right. like, arrested he's or against sentenced it. to That's certain great. crimes at the same, same but, crimes that white people might have committed. Right? But realistically, what is he going to do for the movement is my point. Like realistically, so, what does he do? What does he actually contribute to the fight? Right. So it's the same thing as, as and this is what I think rich white people are extremely good at mm-hmm. that, that, you know, other people just aren't. They look at, well, what can these people actually do for me if they support me? There are certain people who supported certain presidents or president, presidential regimes, regimes who were hidden, so to speak, because it didn't help their fight. They didn't contribute anything positive to their fight. So they may have gave millions upon millions of dollars, but that was never, like, unless you go and read about who contributed when, who signed the check, and who, like, unless you go do all that research, you never, ever know that they contributed because they don't put those people in the forefront. They don't ask for those people to speak up. They ask for those people to stay silent and stand back. Stand back and stand by is what they ask for those people to do. So I, I, I want people to not be racist. Right. Don't support racism. Right. But you don't necessarily have to be anti-racist because they may not help our fight. Right, right, and right. and that for me is what I'm so, thinking. About. So I see, I see where our difference is. You thinking more so of like you have to be anti-racist if you want to stand up for us, which makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm just playing devil, <laughs> devil's advocate here. I'm saying like um, every white person should should have to be anti-racist to a sense because you have benefited from this at some point. For sure. Now, now <laughs> speaking of stand up, stand by, and stand back. Um, that that is uh that that is a quote straight from the debate. I don't know if that's exact quote, but that's that's a quote from the the presidential debate, which was particularly a shit show. Did you watch it? It was fucking trash. Okay, so I did it was watch it. it was it was pretty rough. And it, I mean, to be honest with you, this is what you expected, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, which is also ridiculous that this is what we're this is what we're talking about. Like, we expected a fucking middle school argument between two eighty year old men that. I'm sure I hopped up on all types of drugs and, you know, struggled to get it up at night. Like, <laughs> so, so this, this guy saying that Trump, right? Does that make him racist? Shout out to Jacob. Does Shit. that make him racist for him so, to say, to answer right? And so I'm, I'm kind of taking it out of context a little bit, a little bit, but the basis of what he was saying is, um, I can't, I can't remember exactly, but the basis of what he was saying is like the main guy or the, 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 what's, what's what he called the guy in the, that's asking the questions and shit? The moderator. The moderator. So the moderator asked him like, um, do you condemn white supremacy or like, should, what do you, what should the Proud Boys do or whatever? And he's, he's saying stand by or, or stand back and stand by. He's saying that the moderator's question was, would you ask the Proud Boys or whatever white supremacy right. group, which I don't even know what the Proud Boys or white supremacists, but anyways, um, whatever white supremacy in general, would you ask them to um, stand down? And Trump replies, right? Stand, stand back and stand by. Now, I don't know about you, but I played a few games of Call of Duty in my, way, in, in my day, and mm-hmm. that means stay ready, right? That means be ready for the next instruction. For sure. So, so does that make him racist now? 
Like, is that like so, solidifying his shit? I thought even Trump though was he racist. said, even though he said he's condemned racism multiple times or whatever. I believe <laughs> Trump is racist, and I have believed that for years. Right, the right, debate right. didn't change my opinion and didn't reinforce my opinion. I've believed that for a while. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. It, why, the, why, the debate. Why, why is he racist? Even so, though he's condemned white supremacy, right in the past. Racism, why is he racist? The way you talk about groups of people, your verbiage, your your things, everything like that, like like how you describe somebody, how you talk to, the tone you use when talking to somebody, um, that has for me in his in his rallies when he was trying to get elected during his his presidential addresses everything like that the what the tone in which he uses to describe people or mock people or attack people mm-hmm. to me is very very racist very divisive for sure so when when he's describing that they're not sending their best citizens they're sending killers and rape and there again, there can be some truth to that. I'm not saying he's lying, but how you say things matters. You get taught at a very young age. I know my mama taught me, and I know your mama taught. And look, we was in the look. We know. I don't give a fuck what you said. How you say shit is is what makes is what sure. matters to me. Right, right, and right. the way he says shit to me. I racist. feel like he's racist. <laughs> it sounds pretty racist. Now I have I have people like, no, he's not racist. He's he's done this for, for black people, or he's done that for gray people, or you know okay, okay, I, I get you. That doesn't mean he's not racist. How he talks about people, to me, is racist as fuck. I think it's the very presidential divisive. debate was a shit show. Right. We knew I again I expected it to be a shit show in the next night. I did not expect it to be that bad, I'm gonna be honest. I did not expect it to be that bad. You didn't expect when, it to be that bad. When when a grown you man looks at another can't... grown man, would you just shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that guy, bro. Oh, shout that shit I mean, at least he was funny. able to put it all together without like stopping and stu- stammering yeah. and stuttering and whatnot. Shout, like, shout out, bro. Shout out. Good for him. Good again, for him. It I think it's very just... divisive. I think it's very divisive. What 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 um what Trump the way Trump talks about certain things for sure, but. I think he's playing to his base. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, and why not? And, right, exactly. It, I think he it, needs the the literal white supremacist vote to win the election. Right? He needs his base. And that, I feel like he thinks that that is his base. And that's pretty evident by saying stand down, not those guys are wrong or, or, or they shouldn't be doing this. Or do right. you condemn white supremacy? No. Or you know what I'm saying? Right. Just answer the question yes or no. Right? Um, instead of like giving us some bullshit and saying stand yeah, by be, and be, be ready or some be shit like that. around the bush and all this extra shit. And, and, and again, he knows, but that's the other thing is if he knows if he said no and just answered questions straight up with what I believe a president should say or a human being, fuck a pre- a human being should say. This is our president though. Yeah. This is our president. You know, I think it's, it has he a knows that he believes a lot of folks. So for, for sure. And, and I think again, that the presidential debate for me just it, it what it did reinforce for me is that one we should be allowing our third our third and fourth options on the stage we one what does it hurt these niggas couldn't get their points across let's add two more people who can't get their point across why fucking not man but man it's so bad i think it's so bad i think and they this talk is, of each other more than me and you do bruh and and I don't think people just don't know when when me you and Jake in the same room don't know anyway. 
We still get our points out though. We just yeah, we all listen eventually. <laughs> we just you know we start we keep saying it until the whole group got it, and then we then we move on. But no, but for me, v- voting is important, and and we need we need Nick people to go out and vote just in general. You got to go and get your votes in, and regardless of who you're. Regardless of who you're voting for, you your vote has to like you your vote has to matter to you before it can matter to the United States. If your vote doesn't matter to you, then it can't matter to anybody else. Yeah. So I think I that that's extremely important. But something that for me has to matter and has to to change moving forward. I do not think you can make the White House and the presidency or any position in government a reality TV show. That's Be- a bad move. Because when you do that, it one, it takes our credibility away. It, it just takes credibility away. Imagine if your boss at whatever job you work came in and always acted like he was just on camera. And he was doing everything over the top, extravagant, big, because he thought it was a TV show. I, I, already, I already don't like that guy. Um, <laughs> I already don't like the idea of, um, of being over the top. Like, I already don't like the idea of having a boss. But now that you go over the top with it, it yeah. gets it makes me uh, more resentful. I would like to say though, like I don't necessarily think that Donald Trump is racist in a sense, even though you know he's been he's been taken to court and sued for how many different lawsuits uh, for racial discrimination in his uh, housing or his uh, renting and, and buying practices outside right. of that in his real estate, right? But whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I'm not saying that he's necessarily. Racist, right? I think I think um, Trump is he's very he he sees green, right? I think that's like you might see some color, but the number one color that Trump sees in particular is green. Beyond being black, white, how many times Asian, you gotta whatever. file a bankruptcy before you realize that you and you and what you do with your green is just not working? Well, you know, he, he, he right. He's he's definitely got some issues did, on that. Did you see the he, tax he, statements? Yeah. <laughs> so those those tax stat, tax statements are tough. But again, in my opinion, that's not that big of a deal. Like as a as a businessman, and I'm sure you're aware of this. You're gonna do whatever you can to cut your taxes, and this is what this is how our government is set up. So it's not that crazy that um, Donald Trump, you know, paid almost nothing in taxes. I'm sure many other uh, rich businessmen or corporations have done whatever they could to cut taxes. So I'm not faulting him for that. And I'm not I know, faulting him for not paying I, taxes. I'm faulting him for calling out other people and saying they weren't paying taxes, knowing damn well that he wasn't either. Yeah, he's a, he's a goofball. <laughs> we already he's knew He's very it. hypocritical. I, I, again, it didn't change anything for me. It's just you can't call someone else out. For not paying taxes or, or doing something for if you're doing the same thing, yeah, that's, that's like a terrible. racist person looking at another racist person saying, "Bro, you're racist. Stop it!" And then going to hang somebody. Like, bro, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That is that is that does sound very Trumpish to do for sure. That definitely sounds like something along his lines that he might be down for. But I think he's more so just he's more so um, here to win, here to succeed, here to you know do. Whatever he can to solidify his spot or solidify his his ideology uh, or his money, his capital gains, right? I think that's more so what he's after than saying like I'm against black people, I'm against white people, whatever. For sure, is, but for me, that's I mean? that's part of the problem. I need, I need, and for for me, I would feel comfortable with a president who's looking out for us, our capital gains, and I think that's our money. Very I feel like Trump is Trump is team of me. Yeah. 
And I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know other presidents haven't been teaming me or any other candidate is not teaming me. I just feel like they might include me a little more. I, yeah. I might I might get a little, even if it's a, a less than a percent more. I'll, I'll get I'll get that more inclusion. I guess I would say. I think I think the so so and also a, any a, nigga who filed bankruptcy multiple times, I don't trust with my money. He obviously isn't good with his own money. So what yeah. the fuck he gonna do with my money? Yeah, yeah, and I mean. One or two bankruptcies maybe isn't the end of the world because I understand from a business standpoint, you might have to file bankruptcy because you don't want to pay back this amount of money or whatever like that. But, you know, seven, that's kind of tough. Uh, but, but this is the greater issue with our whole system of having a popular vote for who's going to run the world, right? You go from campaigning, right, which is... Going towards your base, you and, and you're also trying to broaden your base, obviously. But you're going towards your base. You want you're going towards that certain population that's going to elect you by majority, and then you become president or whatever. And then as a president, you're supposed to now exchange all these viewpoints that you had that was for this certain population that you thought would would support you and did support you and get you and got you to the presidential seat. Now you have to exchange that for the more of a centrist viewpoint that. That does the most good for the most amount of people. As a president, that is what we think you should do. So this is the issue with trying to have a popular vote, and then to, to trying to have a popular vote for somebody that's supposed to be running the the entire country, right? right. Like you want to have you want to have a guy in the in the office that's has the greatest people's um, benefit at 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 the front of their mind, right? But the whole reason they got in there is because they say spouted off certain ideologies like building a wall or or you know cutting taxes or right. you know whatever the case may be that really was targeted towards their base and then now that he's a president we we expect him to to go for the greatest good for the greatest amount of people which is kind of hard to expect that this happened for the most part with almost every other president but it's hard to expect that, and that's where I see the, the issue with our current system is we, we, are, we are here doing a popular vote, right, a, po a popularity contest for a guy that's supposed to run the country and, um, and a reality TV show host beat right. everybody at their own game. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's you know, crazy. Um, but, you know, the other, the other point is, and this is very off topic, and I don't know why, why you were talking. This is what I thought about, but I did. Why are all their presidential campaign commercials attacking somebody else and selling telling real, what they do well? Like, like so if silly. I if I was gonna run for president, make commercial, I would tell you what I did well and what I was about. I don't fuck what these other people are doing. I don't care. It's it's weird, man. But that that I think just opens up. The, That's how you know we're we're going between the lesser of two evils because you just have to say what the other dude did that was worse than what you did. That's like and to that's me, goofy. My in my opinion, it's such a bad way of governing. 400 million people is is this popularity contest and then we instead of making it making it uh i want to choose the best guy we're out here trying to choose the lesser two evils what the fuck are you talking about the lesser of two evils like this is the person that's going to affect generations right in a sense that like the the if i if i were to have a kid anytime soon like this president could put certain things into place that, you know, may take some time to, to build up, 
but would significantly affect their life, like certain things like environmental changes or, problem, or legal changes. It's like, how the fuck is this where we at? Right. The Talking problem, about what's the lesser of two evils. Let's, the problem let's choose with the, the best. system is the fact that this system was made, the system we're using and, and, we're, and we're, we're employing right now was made way back in the 1700s. Yeah. By people who didn't understand, who didn't understand, who who wanted America to grow, but would have, if they saw America today, would have absolutely no clue what to do. They'd be like, "Holy shit, this is beyond our wildest imagination." What America has grown to be and accomplished is fucking nothing short of amazing, and I'm super proud to be an American for that. Shout out to being. But American. we're using a system that hasn't changed since we were just 13 colonies right. on the East Coast. We now we are now so so far expanded beyond the ideas of what people thought America was going to be. We are so far past all of that. We have to create a system that is good for today and the future. It's like it's the same thing with systemic racism. The laws and shit that were created were created when black men were slaves and three fifths of a person. Black, yeah, but they weren't men. They weren't people. They they they, they were, were chattel property. <laughs> So I think the only way to, to undo the damage that has been done from the party system we've been running, in my opinion, is, is to rewrite the system and reinvent the will, so to speak. We don't take the basis. You don't take the basis out. Right. You, exactly. Like, all men created equal. Well, when that when that statement was written, black people weren't considered men and women. Period. Yeah. So now we have to rewrite the system with the same ideology but with the understanding that black men and women, Mexican men and women, white men and women, all they of those all men are all men and women. Yeah, I think I think it's I don't want to say rewrite the entire thing because because it need it because the basis itself of you know of having life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and and certain things like that, of we the people, like that we're supposed to be running the government right. and For things sure. like that. I think those things are. Genius is are just I like are just our crazy execution. ideas that 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 these dudes had in seventeen seventies. Like how to how the hell did were they are were they able to think about these things and have this type of um this type of what would you say this type of understanding of human mm -hmm. nature for sure to 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 kind of write these documents with fucking quill feathers or whatever. So I think the the basis of it. Is is really is really solidified. I think we should think about solid. it as a car tire. But right, yeah, like we, got we need the rim. to be tweaked. You got to have the rim, but every now and then you got to change the tire, bro. Right, yeah, you might have a flat tire, and that's where you get like the you know the Bill of Rights and certain amendments to the Constitution, whatever, whatever. But the, the, things have changed so much, and like things are, are changing so rapid, rapidly. Exactly, things are changing so rapidly. We need to have a real. A real sit down, right? And bigger than the fucking just a Senate or just like a, a Republic run House representative or vice versa. Um, we need to have a real sit down and figure out like what the hell are we going to do to really enact a certain amount of change that is going to make everybody the most happy, right? No, that's going to be required. Not not make to make people happy. That's going to be required for us to return as a global powerhouse. Because realistically, that's when America was at its best. 
Didn't say it was great, but when America was at its best. America was great at one time, and I can't even fucking say that. I can't even say that. So, when it was at its best is when we were making moves globally. When we were making noise and doing things globally that were changing literally the planet. And there is going to be changes and a sit-down that has to be happened. That's going to have to happen amongst very powerful people in rooms that we probably won't be in, unfortunately. Which is part of the problem, I think. But... Those changes are going to be required if we want to catch China. Yes, sir. And that's and that's how crazy it is. It used to be we were leading the world. Now we're trying to catch China. And even Japan is making crazy moves. Like there there are people that, that are growing at a faster exponential rate than we are that twenty years ago we didn't even like we would we weren't necessarily fearful for. Right. Those right, places right. are making moves and making changes and they're being very Radical with their changes. Some of them not great, some of them not wonderful, but they're being radical with their changes. In order for America to compete, we're going to have to get on the same boat. Yeah. And yeah. right now, we're fighting amongst ourselves about if a black person and a white person can be in the same room without one of them fearing for their lives. That's that's, that's a ridiculous problem to have, especially in 2020. But that's the way it goes, right? So that's the way the cookie clo- crumbles. Exactly as they would say. Um, to to close it out, I think you know. America is the big dog on on the yard right now. We still are number one, but we definitely have our own issues that we got to address. And if we want to stay number one, we need to figure these things out. Um, I think the moral of the story here is the only way to really to really kind of figure these issues out is to have these kind of discussions and 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 talk and have these uncomfortable uh, um, conversations with certain people that you might not necessarily have this conversation with. You know, I think that's the only way to really grow and and start to figure these things out, man. Because racism is is a silly issue, and the fact that we're still talking about this shit at, in twenty twenty seems ridiculous. But this is the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter, and us just shutting everything down on the other at the other side of our idea. And not being able to come together and have some type of compromise, have some type of conversation about it, is the reason why it won't be it won't be fixed, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important for us to to um, take everybody's perspective into account and try to you know grow to to build off of these things and mm-hmm. work together. Because at the end of the day, I'm Team America, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here for our United States of America. Get out there. Talk to your loved ones. Talk to your friends. Talk to people you feel comfortable talking to. Don't don't know. Talk to some stranger on the street if you're not comfortable with that. You gotta talk to people you gotta and talk share to your somebody. ideas open and honestly. And when you're having those discussions, it's not me versus you or I'm winning an argument and you're losing an argument. It's a conversation for you to gain perspective. And I think until people can do that without feeling like they they're being attacked or on the attack, we just gonna keep spinning our wheels, man. So and and I think I think that's what it is, man. That's what it is. That's what we got for you today. Thank you everybody for for dropping Fox in with out. us. Whiskey Tango Fox Shot, Cash and Tango out.